everyone and welcome to another episode of the Horror Friendly Podcast. My name is Katie and I am joined yet again by my two wonderful co-hosts, Charlie and the epitome of evil. Yes! <laughs> yes! She's I did it! Yes! <laughs> yes, Katie! <laughs> Proud of you. How are you guys? All right, how are you? <laughs> all right, how are you, Charlie? Yeah, I'm all right. How are you? Oh, wait, you just forgot <laughs> that! <laughs> I'm obviously not all right. I'm still not with it. But... No. <laughs> can, can you see us both? Uh... Uh, no I still can't see well I can see you in one eye but not the other one still so uh yeah yeah but I'm okay I've still got my cracking sense of humor so uh that's all I need right I love it every time you send us an update and you're like oh but I'll get a guide dog it's like well she's clearly (laughs) positive about this (laughs) I just want a dog so bad I just want a cat even a a guide cat that'll do (laughs) cats are assholes he would take you into the road yeah, I'd probably need that at that point, don't I? <laughs> Sorry, he's a trip cat. to Switzerland. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell, that's a good answer. <laughs> How many seconds has it been? <laughs> Fucking hell. Uh, we are 30 seconds in. <laughs> oh, dear. oh, This dear. is like the sort of stuff that people don't normally hear me say, so... Uh... Yeah, this is my dark sense of humour just coming out. <laughs> so on, on, a, on a slightly light note, how what have you been up to this week, guys? You've done anything interesting? Been up to anything exciting? Not much, really. Monday was nice. Felt very loved and there was lots of female appreciation and everyone was really happy and supporting their <laughs> lovely women on Monday. <laughs> on Monday only. Well, I don't yeah, know, it was starting to kick off a bit, wasn't it? But then, mm. obviously, yeah, yeah, it's been a bit of a, it's been a bit of a, uh, a shit week, I think, for for women and uh, just all the things that have been going on in the UK media. Really, I'm sure I don't have to to go into it. I'm sure most of you know what I'm I'm referring to. And yeah, it's just been a it's been a shit week this week. And it's brought up a lot of, of horrible memories for a lot of women. So um, I, I think it's important not to ignore that. Um, so, uh, but yeah, I, hopefully this week with the film that we've chosen, we can offer you a bit of light relief. And uh, yeah, we can have fun with this one, I think. Yeah. So guys, should we get into the film? Shall we? Is that me gold? What the hell are you? I'm a leprechaun, my dear. So as Katie said, we went a bit more lighthearted this week and we picked Leprechaun, which is a 1993 American horror comedy film written and directed by Mark Jones, starring Warwick Davis and Jennifer Aniston. Davis plays a vengeful leprechaun who believes a family has stolen his pot of gold. As he hunts them, they attempt to locate his gold to vanquish him. So, Charlie, as our novice... What did you think? <laughs> um, I mean, what did I not think about it would probably be a more appropriate question. I mean, I'm not in a rush to ever watch this again, that's for sure. Um, <laughs> it was strange. <laughs> I, I didn't really know what I was getting myself into. So um, I think I was expecting something a bit more scary. I mean, it did obviously have a few jump scares in it, which obviously got me. Um, but yeah, on a whole, it, it was a really weird film. And yeah, I'm, I'm, I don't think I'm ever going to watch it again, I'm afraid. Fair enough. Did the artwork kind of like, because you looked at some of the artwork before you watched the film, did that kind of give you an idea or was it completely different? Um, oh yeah, so obviously like, when I was editing the, the, the cover and the, the podcast art, I, I, I had to see it but maybe a bit more of like a and yeah I think that was sort of setting me up for a lot more of I was gonna say creepy but he is very creepy like a stronger sort of horror vibe like more of a like a monster rather than like a 
a, a leprechaun driving around in a 12 volt car like <laughs> it was it yeah it just had some very unexpected moments in it and it, it was just a bit too silly for my liking I think okay and Katie yeah. what about you because I know you've seen this before <laughs> I have yeah um I was surprised at how little I remember of it when I started watching it I thought I remembered this film quite well but when um when I started watching it again yeah I it was all pretty new to me but I guess I think I first watched it with you tell and I think it was a long time ago so I guess um yeah it hadn't really stuck in my memory yeah I think it's an entertaining film it's not my favorite horror franchise of all time weirdly last year I watched one of the really new ones like that weren't with Rorick Davis in yeah it was really bad but um yeah uh I, I think it's 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 a really entertaining film I think the first sort of 30 minutes are quite slow but then it kind of does get into it and it, it is quite self-aware and I quite like that sort of thing about it yeah I think I read somewhere that uh it wasn't it was meant to be like more of a serious sort of horror film and then when Warwick Davis came in he sort of turned it into a bit more of a comedy yeah so I I think it's it's an entertaining franchise and it's it's a successful franchise but um it's not my favorite ever but yeah what about you Tal because I know you have a you do have a bit of a love for this franchise don't you I not necessarily the whole franchise I think like many franchises the more films that come out the worse they get um, and I believe it was actually you, Katie, that bought me the box set for my one on my birthday. So thank you. Um, <laughs> I do, I do like, I like this film, but I think I like it because of how ridiculous it is. And I yeah. think because, yeah, and I think because Warwick Davis didn't take it seriously, I think you've just kind of got to laugh with it and got to love it for that. They were trying something different, which I like. Like leprechauns have always been known in like folklore as like happy, happy mythical creatures. And then all of a sudden they kind of took a different spin on that. So I like the fact they tried. Whether they succeeded is uh, up for debate <laughs> in this episode. <laughs> so. so the film starts in the 80s. And then we're introduced to Dan O'Grady and what we can assume is his wife. And uh, the husband has just returned back from Ireland and turns up in a limousine in style. And wife is not pleased because she thinks they're poor. Mr. O'Grady tells her that he's got some gold and that they're rich and she doesn't really quite understand what's going on. And then I love the fact that she's like, I'll make you some tea because that's the British and the Irish's answer to everything is that we'll just make tea <laughs> and we'll sort it everything out. Everything will be better. <laughs> It'll be fine. You're steaming drunk. You're talking nonsense, but the tea will fix it. And then she hears a child or what she thinks is a child in a suitcase. So goes to Obviously. <laughs> Obviously, where else do you keep a child that you've smuggled back <laughs> from Ireland? So she goes to check it out. And we meet the leprechaun for the first time. <laughs> Isn't it right that we don't really see the leprechaun's face until like quite like sort of um, late into the film? Yeah. Yeah, there's like hints. You see the shoes, you see the buckle, you see the hat. You, you see the yeah. eyes. <laughs> you see the fact he's wearing green, very Irish. <laughs> and he's got red hair as well. Like stereotypical. Along with the the accent as well which is so is diabolical, so <laughs> is diabolical. Warwick Davis what the fuck and oh. she she isn't in it for long she dies pretty quickly in this she's so startled by this leprechaun that she falls down the stairs and dies yeah and that's not a lot of stairs she falls down the stairs takes one little bump and she's out she's done yeah she's done <laughs> then leprechaun because he can like manipulate the voice can't he which is obviously how he was the child and now he's doing yeah. it with the wife that's a little bit like fucked up where he's just like oh your dead wife is here and come to me I have yeah tea. he does do that yeah it's a bit weird bit of a weird opening if I'm honest it is weird and then O'Grady is like discovers that his wife's dead and discovers there's a leprechaun in his house so it's and not the leprechaun is also drinking his tea yeah I mean, which is like that leprechaun man pu punishable by death <laughs> <laughs> don't touch my tea 
saying that. I don't even drink tea, so I don't know why I'm saying that. We're very protective of our tea. <laughs> I, I fucking love this bit. And then he tries to shoot the leprechaun. It's fucking stupid. This film is just stupid. <laughs> what I love is that as the leprechaun runs away, he literally shouts, bullets won't stop me forever. I'll keep coming back. So he's already laying out the like, you can't kill me. Bullets won't keep me down. I'll keep coming back. So it's like that whole, I've just repeated exactly what the leprechaun said. But it's, yeah. So they're obviously trying to show that he can't just be easily killed. Yeah. But it's just, it's just so, he, it's like him running away from a gun. It, oh. He can't outrun a bullet. But then he gets shot and then he drags him into the box. Mm. Oh, he does. Yeah. So he does go down. Yeah, it's like every time he gets shot, he like temporarily like dies. And then yeah, he they... comes back after like a few minutes. <laughs> well, that's it. They won't stop him forever. They'll stop him for a bit, but not forever. He's got more lives than a cat. <laughs> but how did O'Grady know to use a four-leaf clover? Well, it's, it's folklore, isn't it? Is Especially it? Especially if O'Grady... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I have never... Like, but again, I've never really... It's very Irish, isn't it? It's very hard, but I've, uh, like... This film's just stupid. <laughs> other, other than this movie, there's not a lot of evil leprechauns that I know of in folklore, so I didn't know that a four-leaf clover was, like, known to bring them down. Well, I'm, I'm guessing either. in this... Well, that's why they always... It's normally lucky, isn't it? Yeah. I'm not really... I guess in these circumstances, this guy knows that he's up against an evil leprechaun because he's already stolen his gold. And like he said, oh, I've won it, fair and share. Um, I mean, he wasn't that fair surprised. And, fair and share, fair and square. Um, he, he wasn't that surprised to see a leprechaun in his house. Like, a lot of people would have freaked yeah, out. Yeah, like, oh, what are you doing here, mate? <laughs> oh, no, another bloody leprechaun to deal with. Like, it was quite normal. Very. To- <laughs> Oh, those pesky pixies. <laughs> and then before he dies, he says, burn in hell, you little green bastard. I'm not going to do the accent, so don't <laughs> worry, guys. But that's what he, that's what he says. Oh, uh, well, yeah, he places the, the four-leaf clover over the, the box, doesn't he? And then mm. obviously goes, pours a load of gasoline mm. or petrol, whatever you'd rather, depending on where you're from. Ten years later. <gasps> I like Jennifer the- Aniston is in a car. <laughs> she needs in- some frizz control on her hair. Hey, it was the 80s. Oh, no, it wasn't. It was the 90s. It was the 90s. <laughs> we hadn't figured out frizz control yet. <laughs> this is pre-chunky highlights. Exactly. But I like the contrast between the two scenes, where it's like the f- the opening scenes at night, it's dark, it's true. Like, it shows the leprechaun's powers a bit, and then it ends with, like, what we think is two dead people. And then it goes on to, like, road trip and the happy music playing, and it's sunny weather, and it's very... Ten years later, it's, like, the complete polar opposite. So I do like that. Yeah. But it's 90s now. <laughs> 93 was the best year ever, because that's when me and Tower were born. Whoop. And they're on their way to... I mean, do we know it's the O'Grady farmhouse at this point? Or do we learn that later on? You, you learn it quite quickly. However, I think you can recognise it. Um, yeah. It is, yeah, you sort of just presume. Yeah. yeah, but it is confirmed by Nathan. Very short. And so, yeah, so we were introduced to... So Jennifer Aniston plays Tori, who, like, fucking hates this farmhouse, doesn't she? <laughs> like, it's she just would rather be anywhere else. She's just the whiny, spoiled girl again, which is unfortunate because we've seen her play that role before. Or actually after this film. But she does it very well. So, Mm. yeah. And the other dude is just like her dad. I haven't really learnt much more about him. Sorry. (laughs) Sorry, Tori's dad. Neither have I, to be fair. Like, he seemed sound. He He seemed right. Well, yeah, he just went off the hospital, didn't he? And then that was it with him. (laughs) No one gives a fuck about this dad. (laughs) Sorry. I do love how they put in like the creepy uh, tarantulas um, in the house to try and make it look a bit more spooky. But I did keep thinking this, and maybe like it was different in the 90s, but like, could the house not have been cleaned up a little bit before it was sold? 
like if you bought a place or like move in somewhere or rent somewhere, you don't expect to move in with that many cobwebs. Like there were cobwebs in the lounge. Well, like, some some places like I, I know on like auction, um, yeah, auction houses like you you buy it as like a like you buy everything in the house with the buy house. it as is. Yeah. Yeah, but like even the coppers and stuff, when they rang from there, everyone was like, oh, it's the O'Grady farm. I was like, well, you guys knew about this house. Why was no one looking after it or caring? And again, maybe it was just nobody. I guess they know about it because of the dead bodies there before and this man having a stroke. And that's why they're like, oh, it's the O'Grady house. Well, that's more disturbing then because there was cereal in the cupboards. That's been there for 10 years. Oh, I think that's what they moved in. That they put everything in the fridge and that was during that day. Mm. I don't think it's 10-year-old Lucky Charms. I don't think I'd want to use a By the way, they probably would taste the same anyway because there's so many <laughs> preservatives in them. So much sugar, yeah. <laughs> and then we're very quickly introduced to Sexy Nathan with his floppy hair and his massive biceps. <clears throat> oh, yeah? You like that, do you, Katie? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> no, but, like, look at what he's wearing. He's got, like, a cut-off shirt. It's oh, like... he's, he's proper 90s, like, crush, isn't he? Like, so, ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Right now is um, mullet from the 80s still, though. Like, it's, <laughs> it's, it's not quite grown out yet, but it's still in there. Although I love the, um, like, straight away, Tori's character is just, like, moaning about the spiders, and then as soon as she meets Nathan, that's it. She's got to change her tune, and she's like... No, I'm not scared of a spider. Who said I was scared? And like that's it. Immediately, she's got to prove herself to this guy. Yeah, I was just like, wow. We will really like just to prove a point. We will trump spoiled this all the way. <laughs> like, no, no. Well, we also see how she sort of deals with um, just things like manners. Really, what instead of saying sorry to this guy, she she automatically goes to pay him. And we, we see, obviously, she then wants to pay to go to the hotel. And it's always very money-focused with her. Mm. It, or or that, that's how we sort of believe that she is, like, that sort of sport brat. Well, maybe not sport brat. She might just have earned that money. But, yeah, it's, you, get her, you get the gist of her character very quickly. Yeah. Yeah. It's quite ironic, actually, because you've got Tori, who's obsessed with money... Or at least fixing things with money and money solving everything, versus the leprechaun who's obsessed with his pot of gold. Ooh, comparisons. <laughs> <laughs> and it's not really sort of clear, like why Nathan is just chilling outside of the farmhouse at that moment. He's just there. He's painting the fence, isn't he? Yeah, I can only assume that Dad hired them beforehand and they were there to meet them yeah it's just it's not really kind of like you only see the van like later on in the film and their company but you don't really know why they're there like why he's there right now the only clue i suppose is the dad goes and asks ozzy and alex if he like oh can i help you out do you guys need a hand and alex is like oh my god what was the line I can't remember, but it's like, sorry, our liability... It's about them not being insured. Yeah, our liability insurance won't cover you to touch the tools. And I was like, what a legend is this? Like, this kid's awesome. (laughs) But I think that was the only clue that they were obviously hired to be there because you wouldn't have insurance if you would, like, your neighbours or something. Alex and Nathan are brothers and Ozzy's just, like, their friend. Yeah, it didn't actually explain the connection directly, like how they knew Ozzy, like whether he was a school friend, a neighbour, a cousin. It didn't really explain how they knew each other, but it was sweet how they all sort of looked out for each other and worked together, though. Um, yeah, it, they kind of remind me of um, of Mice and Men with George and Lenny. Obviously, <laughs> <laughs> that was the first thing that came to my mind, like after the, the, where he was saying about we'll help you fix your brain. That this yeah. is like the first thing I was like, oh my god, is this like a, a parallel with um with that? So I was like, oh, interesting, interesting. Hmm. Yeah, but I quite like Ozzy and Alex because they are they are just mucking around their kids. They're like they clearly work hard because they're working for this paint company, but then they also want to play a bit. And this obviously Alex pulls a prank on Ozzy, he ends up covered in paint. But that is a good excuse to get into the house. And then he hears the voice and that leads him into the basement. And again, he's really, he's like that big, sweet, caring character, isn't he? Where 
Mm. He hears someone struggling. He wants to go help them. Yeah, and then obviously he, he's led down the stairs by this voice. And then... He knocks the clover off of the crate. Yeah, he, yeah, he knocks the clover off Fuck of it. say, Cozzy. Because <laughs> Tori and Nathan were going to open the crate earlier, like out of curiosity and just be nosy. But then when Ozzy's coming down, he thinks there's a kid in there. He's literally like, how did you get in there? And I was like, thank God someone's asking the right questions. Like, not just opening <laughs> crates. At least he's asking why a child is in a locked crate that no one's been there for 10 years. Like, at least he asked. <laughs> yeah, and I, yeah, he's like, the le- he sees the leprechaun and then Ozzy just like runs out of the house. Mm. And it's just rightly freaked out that there's a leprechaun in a suitcase downstairs but he's just that one that like it's always typical in horrors where the first person to see it no one else believes them no one believes him no i don't know i always hated nathan at this bit because he was like he picked up the stick and he was like i protected and ozzy's like that stick's not gonna be big enough and it was genuinely funny but it was just like the fact that nathan was like well clearly you're lying so this stick will be fine i was like listen yeah I know. We all are on Ozzy's side because we know what's down there. Yeah. And then I think they all like go down with Ozzy to the basement to see like whether like what he's actually talking about. And then they see a rat going along and then obviously they just think it's a rat. So they just really just don't believe him now. Yeah. Yeah. So um, yeah, they head back up outside and start up their painting again also why are they painting this house blue it's a very strange do you not want a blue house out from a... oh, <laughs> i can't say i do if i'm honest and then yeah while they're painting ozzy sees the rainbow in the sky and then basically just goes with alex to try and find the end of the rainbow to see if he can find a pot of gold Let and what change. does he discover a pot of gold! Yeah! I love the line, let them chase rainbows. Like, <laughs> I thought that was really cute. And then while Alex is looking through the bag or pot, whatever it was, Ozzy somehow swallows a coin. So he says that you can taste if it's pure gold and then he puts it in his mouth and then just swallows it. <laughs> yeah, I'm not really sure how that happened. <laughs> I don't think he was sure to be there. <laughs> no, it was just a thing that happened. But yeah, poor Ozzy. I mean, <laughs> he swallowed it, but did he even confirm if it was real gold or? No, <laughs> he he just swallowed it, and then Alex says, "With all this gold, we can get you your your brain fixed." Yeah, I feel like they could have done without that whole. Same. Like, it, why can't ableist. they just accept him? <laughs> Accept him for who he is. I get that Alex was like trying to make him feel better, but actually when he said that, Ozzy at that point didn't know that anyone made bad comments about him. So actually it just made him feel worse. Yeah, that was a bit... It was a weird addition because it like nothing ever came of it. They didn't magically find a cure. And it was like, yeah, he's an absolutely lovely, harmless guy. Like Mm. Alex just made him feel like shit. Yeah. For what, Alex? Alex. (laughs) He's like 10. Fuck you, Alex. (laughs) Sorry, he's an adult now. (laughs) But then while they're playing and swallowing gold, Tori and Nathan are painting the house. And then Tori goes over to the truck and something starts stroking her leg. (laughs) Yeah, and she's like, Nathan, stop it. Like... Why would you assume that was Nathan? Like, why? what did he do? Crawl under the truck to have a little stroke on your leg? What the fuck? But who else would it be? It's not going to be what it actually is. Yeah, but like, why, would, why would you be so it calm? It a cat. <laughs> but why would you be so calm that some guy you met like an hour ago has crawled under a truck just to stroke your leg? It's a bit weird. It is weird. <laughs> it seems very current with everything that's going on this week. <laughs> Again, why are we hitting these topics? <laughs> not intended. And then, yeah, we see um, him behind her. And then her leg gets scratched, doesn't it? Yes. Yeah, it's a yeah. nasty scratch. 
And like Tori's like, I know what it feels like when a man caresses my leg. And like, that wasn't a man. And the dad is like fucking heartbroken. <laughs> He's like, <laughs> no, awesome. baby girl, you're a virgin. <laughs> yeah, he's not happy. And then <laughs> in the middle of this, there Nathan and not Nathan, Alex and uh, and Ozzy are hiding the pot of gold, aren't they? Of course, they have to hide it. Yeah, yeah. But they also hide it in the well, which isn't too far away from where the others are right now. It's it's no, really true. strange. <laughs> also, isn't a well like another Irish stereotype, like leprechauns and wells or something? Uh, I think wells are found in most places. Well, yeah, because they were all like a water supply, but I swear. <laughs> I, I'm going to Google this. <laughs> I don't think it's a, so much a well. I think he's sat on his bucket rather than like in a well. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, we're keeping this in. His bucket. I swear it, it wasn't a well. It was, a, it was his pot of gold that he sat on. <laughs> Yeah, no, the well isn't that common. <laughs> Maybe he just gets his water from it for his tea. Maybe. It's not leprechauns, but it is the Irish because it's like a lucky wishing well. Oh. I knew it was something, but it weren't the it weren't leprechauns. <laughs> Fact checking just coming back in Fact now. Checking. I've always got the Google on here. So then they, well, they think they eventually find out what scratched Tori and they find this cat who is basically, is the leprechaun sort of in disguise and it's kind of like lured them into this trap and the cat bites the dad's hand. It's quite, yeah, again, it's quite a nasty bite, but obviously it's a, it's a big bite, especially for a cat. Like it's obviously Mm. it's not. So they immediately start rushing the dad to the hospital because they're just panicking and they're like, oh, you have to get rabies shots. And yeah. Yeah. So they all jump into the truck. Oh, I love the bit where they're like, Alex, the, uh, oh, what do they call it? Whatever. Somebody's broken with the car. So he jumps out, wiggles a wire and it magically works again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I think this is where we see their van and it's just called Three Guys with Who Paint. Yeah. Very original. Yeah. I wonder what they've got on um checkertrade.com. Mm. How many stars they've got. So this film this film just bounced back and forth a lot. So we'll we'll do our best to try and keep in line with the scenes, but we then go so Ozzy and oh no, so they all go to the hospital and then And the leprechaun follows on a tricycle. <laughs> I wonder if that's where they got the idea for Jigsaw. To be fair, we know this from several other films. Tricycles are evil, so, you know. So they get to the hospital. Tori, Nathan and the dad go in. Alex and Ozzy take this chance to go to a pawn shop and see if their gold is real. And this gold shop is called Joe's Coins. So, again, just keeping it simple. (laughs) Maybe it wasn't a pawn shop. Maybe it was a coin shop specifically. Yeah, and then the leprechaun shows up to kill the coin guy because he's held on to the coin to examine it overnight and kills him with a pogo stick. <laughs> yeah, that's weird, isn't it? It's so weird, but you've got to love it because, again, they try something new and it's original. What other film has a death with a pogo stick? <laughs> Charlie, what do you think? What are you thinking <laughs> the first, what, 45 minutes in at this point? What the fuck am I watching? basically that's that's all that's going through my head a very original death yeah it's <laughs> I, I was starting to question what you guys were making me sit through <laughs> <laughs> but yeah I mean I, I quite enjoyed that death I didn't like it like it, it it wasn't great but it was funny yeah I'm pretty sure the guy could have fought back had he tried but like again, he's not supposed to be a main character. So he's supposed to just sit there and take it. Like, mm. also, the, the the guy before he is pogo stick to death, he's reading a book. Is he checking out like mythology or something in that book? Because he just said that this coin's worth five hundred dollars, and and now he's looking at a book. And I'm wondering whether he's 
he's either trying to find a coin that matches it because he said that he hadn't seen one like it before, whether he mysteriously has some sort of magical leprechaun book that's gonna or like folklore book that's gonna tell him all about this coin. Maybe oh, I thought it was just like your average. These are rare coins. This is what they're worth. Type books. Oh, okay. okay. I might be wrong. It might be something. I, I couldn't work out what it was. I, it, that was one of my. I, I was like, is it like a, a collector's coin book, or is it maybe I'm, somehow a mythology book? But that makes more sense. The fact that it is. I mean, they might have a, added a coin collection book. more like that in as a like. Can you spot it? But I thought it was just a yeah rare coin book. Well, if anyone knows for sure that's listening, <laughs> let us know. Please let us know. We have so many questions. He also the leprechaun also shines his shoes afterwards. It's like he's the most polite murderer I've ever known. <gasps> he's a little he's a little cobbler. But he leaves this is it. He leaves people with their faces smashed in by pogo sticks and a bloody mess. But no, the shoes must shine. Like I love it. I love how like that's such a little touch. I love Dedicated it. to his job. Yeah. But I like the fact he can't not like as soon as he sees those shoes, he's like, "Oh, I've got to clean." Yeah, it's a distraction. It's yeah. a good like it's a distraction. It's great, definitely. And then we jump around again like a pogo stick back to the <laughs> Jennifer Aniston and the Nathan guy in the cafe eating the worst looking food. Like, oh mate, what the fuck was he eating? Like. like- I'm all oh. for taste over appearance. Like, if it tastes good, but doesn't look great, fine. But that, just, no, I'm not convinced that tasted good at all. I think it was, like, beef and gravy, but it was, like, a like a, like a a dome of beef. I don't know. It looked uncooked. It looked like they half-cooked it. just, like, slopped it onto a plate. I was like, what have they served? Yeah. Tori was, like, visibly disgusted, and I don't blame her, really. Like, I am not a food snob, but Jesus, like, I'm on Dory's <laughs> side here. So the leprechaun finds, like, a car in the shop, which he then uses to drive back to the farmhouse. Um, this little 12-volt battery car, like, my daughter's got one. And it just makes me laugh even more of the fact that there's a leprechaun using it on the road as if i just love the cop's reaction when he drives like he's obviously doing a speed check and he just having his donut as well the stereotypes just coming full force now (laughs) he's got his donut and coffee it's so good he pulls him over and he's like isn't it a bit late for you to be out aren't you a bit a little bit young to be out this late that was i'm 600 years old (laughs) Like he looked at his face. I was like, there's a lot of wrinkles on that face. How can you call him young? What the fuck? Yeah. The whole thing oh. is is strange. You know, um, I'm gonna say that I wish I wasn't watching this at like 1 p.m. on a Wednesday afternoon. I wish that like we could have all watched it together with like a couple of drinks. I think and a pizza. Yeah, yeah. A sleepover film. film. And I know this this probably should go in final thoughts, but I, I I feel like I think at this point I was like I think it would be a lot more fun if I was like physically with you guys watching it. Um, yeah, it's definitely a film for a, a sleepover. A hundred percent. It's a pizza party film. Yes. Is this what we're rating the film so yeah. early on? <laughs> party film. We're slapping it on there. Yep. <laughs> Pizza party approved. So then the leprechaun doesn't take all of this very well and attacks the policeman. I don't know what he, what does he do to his face? His face is just he like just all really bloody. His face with his long nails. Yeah, I think it's a bit scratchy bitiness. So. Yeah, and then chases after him, the yeah. policeman. And then the policeman runs off into a wooded area where he's then followed by the leprechaun who then starts teleporting around the trees trying to confuse him um eventually leaves them alone and then finds him by another tree and then stabs him in the face with his hat to death and then breaks his neck brutal brutal yeah (laughs) but then he goes back to the house to yep Clean more shoes. <laughs> and eat some Lucky Charms. Oh, yeah, he hated those. 
Um, I did I... like that little reference in there, actually. The Lucky Charms is obviously the, mm. the little leprechaun and the pot of gold and a rainbow. Maybe he didn't like it because maybe he ate one of the clovers. Do you think um, Leprechaun might have been sponsored by Lucky Charms or like a bit of product placement? I bet they wish this film had never happened. Like it's really ruined <laughs> Leprechaun's <laughs> reputations as the innocent, lovely creatures. Well, the film was inspired by a Lucky Charms. I think it was like an advert. Oh, or really? Something. Oh. Yeah, it was like so. Yeah, I mean, it had some inspiration. I Maybe if that... Lucky Charms didn't exist, then I take that back. Then. Then we would... <laughs> We wouldn't have the leprechaun and we wouldn't be talking about it today. <laughs> I don't think I've ever tried Lucky Charms, you know. Apparently they're like fruit flavoured, aren't they? Oh, they're so good. They sell them yeah. in like the American Isles, but they're like a five or a box. Yeah, Just nah, it's all right. I'll, <laughs> I'll stick with my uh, Cheerios, thanks. <laughs> I love a Cheerio. <laughs> uh, um... Or Weetabix. Oh, Ooh, the fun. <laughs> <laughs> they all come back to the house uh except for the dad the dad's still being kept in the hospital i did write down i was like these painters are really going above their job description by this point because they've given her a lift to the hospital <laughs> like they've brought her home now to make sure that everything's safe but then they're like right we'll find a place to sleep tonight and i was like okay now what like why are you just inviting yourself in like all three of you what you've only where, known each other a day where have these people come from <laughs> I, don't get me wrong, I was like, good thing they were there, but who are they? Why are you just randomly inviting yourself <laughs> in? Three guys, one girl, maybe not. Like, there you go. <laughs> oh, I've seen my movies. <laughs> I think Nathan then comes out to like investigate a weird noise or something mm. outside the farmhouse and then gets caught in a bear trap. And that's when he's kind of like first confronted by the leprechaun. And that's when he like, Nathan sees the leprechaun like for the first time. And yeah, Nathan's sort of like trying to attack the leprechaun while he's like injured in this bear trap. Yeah, that's pretty brutal. Yeah, they have to go back to the hospital. I think Tori frees him from the bear trap. And then they see the leprechaun again and then sort of Nathan just starts shooting at the leprechaun, but then sort of just like waste all the bullets by kind of shooting into a bush. So. <laughs> Efficient use of ammo. Yeah. <laughs> Not. <laughs> yeah, then they uh, get into the, the van again um, and discover it doesn't work. So the, the young kid, he gets out of the car, goes to look in the bonnet, and discovers leprechaun under the bonnet of the car, playing with all the for what? <laughs> I don't know how he got there, but he's there. And then, yeah, he gets back into the car whilst they're being attacked by the leprechaun through the windscreen. He's smashed it all in, and. It, yeah, it just gets a bit silly from this point. And then he disappears again and then comes out from the barn with his go-kart with a pitchfork attached to it and then flips the car over with, like, one little hit. I have no idea how that car managed to get flipped over. It's, it's like a 12-volt battery on this, or, like, maybe 24-volt battery on this go-kart. Like, it won't have enough power to... To flip this four by four, that's just <laughs> the physics in this film are extremely off. I think we're a bit late into the movie to talk about how unrealistic <laughs> this film is. <laughs> <laughs> so I think at this point they all have to kind of run back into the farmhouse once the the truck's been. Um, it's toppled over, and I'm not really sure how that even happened, to be honest. Poor physics. <laughs> Poor physics. <laughs> oh. um, but yeah, they're in the house, and I think the leprechaun kind of goes into the house with them and sort of starts, like, I think, chasing after them and stuff. And yeah. Um, and then uh, it's then revealed that, well, Ozzy then tells the group that him and Alex are hiding the pot of gold mm. um, in the well. 
And then I think it's Tori that um, recovers the bag from the well and gives it to the leprechaun as kind of like a peace offering. <laughs> like, here it is. It's yours now. Fuck off. <laughs> Leave us alone. <laughs> <laughs> also, can we just take a moment to notice that Nathan is running perfectly fine on his spare trapped fucked up <laughs> leg? But don't forget, Tori also had a leg injury earlier in the film and is now running it's fine. It's only a little scratch. Only a little cat scratch. There isn't a scratch there anymore. Well, it healed up nicely, didn't it? Maybe she's got like superpowers and like her skin heals up super quick. Magic injuries. They hurt at the time, but they heal really quickly. She put some Savlon on it, all sorted. <laughs> Savlon fixes everything. So yeah, so then they think that's it. The leprechaun's got his gold everything's going to be good. They head to the hospital and as the leprechaun is counting the gold, he finds one coin missing, which we all obviously know is from Ozzy, who swallowed the gold. Yeah, because then they try, They try, uh, the leprechaun carries on like terrorising them and Ozzy wants to go outside and like confess that it's him and they won't let him. So they try to call the police. Uh, no, sorry, the phone actually just rings. So they try to answer it because, oh, phone's magically working again. Um, so Tori's like screaming for help at whoever's on the other end. And then it's the leprechaun misleading them and fucking with them. Uh, even to the point she throws it on the floor, tears it off the wall and it's still working. So it's just leprechaun yeah. magic. So for some reason she picks it up and through the phone his hand comes and it's a nice little Nightmare on Elm Street reference there. Yes. Oh, so disturbing things coming through the phone. <laughs> yeah, it was not nice. I think that was the most sort of like horror esque bit of the film for me. Yeah. Like obviously there's lots of gore in it and lots of silly deaths, but mm. that was the most like, oh no, you know what? No thanks. <laughs> so the, the the cops have dispatched because she's called them on the mobile but they've dispatched to the dead cop because the leprechaun is using that guy's voice. I quite like that he can manipulate voices. I think it's quite a, an evil power. So I do quite love that. Um, but I quite like Tori at this point because she's started to like actually take control. Like She's not just hiding all the time anymore. Like She spends a lot of the first part of the film kind of hiding behind Nathan. And don't get me wrong, she starts doing it again, but for a while she's like she cocks the gun and she's like let's do this and she's out and she's telling Alex to go and get things and then she's telling Ozzy to call the police and she's telling Alex to go and get towels and she's just taking control and it's like this isn't the same person as like at the beginning was like oh I want a hotel room and I'm just gonna spend money and deal with the problem um but then she's definitely gone into like survival mode I think yeah and that's where like her real just like like yeah very organized and well as organized as you can be when you're being terrorized by a leprechaun yeah but then once nathan's back up she's kind of hiding behind him him again and he's she's always holding onto his arm i was like no you were so good <laughs> yeah I, I, again we have like this sort of montage of the, the leprechaun going around the house and like around on the skateboard and <laughs> so it, it's, <laughs> it's just so stupid <laughs> I think at this point, Ozzy then tells them about O'Grady, so the guy from the beginning, um, who, well, Tori's kind of just at her wit's end at this point. It's like, how are we going to defeat this magical leprechaun? And that's when, obviously, Ozzy uh, says that O'Grady used to live here. He'll know how to stop it. Mm. And we've we found out that O'Grady isn't dead and that he had a stroke and he's in a nursing home. So that's their next port of call. But how will they get there with the leprechaun right outside? <laughs> so they use the shoes to distract him. They round off all the shoes in the house and start throwing them outside for leprechaun. I love the fact his name is just leprechaun. Why has he not got a, another name? Hey, I think he does have a name. Is he? Um... He is called Lubdan the leprechaun. L-U-B-D-A-N. It is an Irish name, however, so it's probably pronounced completely differently to how probably. it's spelled. So anyway, Leprechaun is uh, distracted by the shoes 
And he just has to clean them. Like, even though Tori is obviously running to the car and to escape, he could, he's even watching her, but he just can't not clean the shoes. It's brilliant. It's so <laughs> cheesy. And I love it. <laughs> and I love that they thought of that and that it actually worked. Like, it's so stupid. It's great. Uh, but then he doesn't just leave it there. He doesn't just stay there all night to clean shoes. He chases them on roller skates. <laughs> of course. Why wouldn't you? <laughs> because you're not going to keep up with a car on roller skates. Oh, no, he teleports, doesn't he? To keep up, to catch up. And then ends up going straight through a fence. A leprechaun-shaped <laughs> hole through the fence. Very slapstick. Oh, it's Very. so good. I love how um, Warwick Davis does his own stunts in this as well. So <laughs> poor old Warwick's gone straight for his fence onto a crash mat on the other side. <laughs> poor guy. Oh, <laughs> Tell, seeing as you uh, roller skate yourself, how how would you rate uh, Warwick Davis's roller skating? <laughs> I mean, the fact he went through that fence still standing up is impressive because, like, when you hit a surface like that, it hurts. So I try, if I know I'm going to like hit a wall like that, I just bail out before I even get to the wall. <laughs> I love how this is now like Tell's little technical tips for the uh, Technical podcast. tips for safety. <laughs> Wear your helmet and your knee pads and your gum shield. And then they arrive at the nursing home. They get there eventually. <laughs> I knew that's where she was going and I still thought she was at the police station because the security guard just seems like a cop. <laughs> you know, that, that bloke that's fast asleep and not protecting anyone. Like, I thought it was a copper. I was like, oh, for God's sake. Like, it took me a it's minute. so easy to get into these places. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then the leprechaun does the voice trick once again. Of O'Grady this time. Because mm. he's already beat them there. Yeah. And then I think this is the scene where sort of like the leprechaun turns around pretending to be O'Grady and is in the, the wheelchair mm. and um, and then sort of like starts chasing after Tori. And I read that um, because Warwick Davis, like apparently the, tre- the chair was really hard to control. So Jennifer Aniston had to run in slow motion to sort of like, because apparently it was like an impossible chair, like it was really squeaky and it just like wasn't working. Um, so <laughs> Warwick Davis probably like, fuck's sake, I can't like wheel this thing. So apparently like, yeah, she had to like, it had to be like a slow motion run in order for it all to sort of like work. I love how so, they sped him up though on the wheelchair. Like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but now you said that she's probably sped up as well, but because she was going slow mo is why it looks so funny. <laughs> exactly. Oh. But it, I think with the speeding up, it does kind of work for the film. But yeah. it's like, it's, well, could, yeah. Could they not have just got a better chair? I know. <laughs> I don't know. It's like, come on, guys. I think they only had like a million pound budget, this film. So they're on a budget, guys. Yeah, Obviously, that... the director's taking the biggest cut of this film. I mean, <laughs> they've already... about no wheelchair. They've already flipped a car. So, you know, like a new wheelchair would have really put them over budget. That's true. That's true. um but yeah so then tori gets into the elevator and yeah so then she thinks she's escaped the leprechaun and then o'grady comes from the roof bit and just kind of falls down and he's basically dead but he does end up telling her to in order to trap the leprechaun uh you need the uh you need a four-leaf clover basically what did you think of inside yeah, has to he has to touch it. What did you think of O'Grady falling out of the loft ce- loft lift ceiling, Charlie? It was pretty scary, I don't know. I was like, who the fuck is this guy? And then mm. obviously it clicked, it's like, oh, it's him. And then I'm thinking, wait, how did he get there? How yeah. quick was Leprechaun and the roller skates to get this guy down the lift chute? And then back into character to pretend to be him. Like, he must have been proper quick on them skates. So Tori then heads back to find this mysterious clover patch, um, which is quite, it is lit up green as well in the middle of the night, just to emphasize the fact that there is clovers that grow here. So she's searching amongst all the clovers, trying to find it. And then we have this 
sort of camera angle as if it is Leprechaun who is coming up towards her um, to come in and attack her um, while she's looking for the clover. Where she then gets up and starts legging it down this hill, um, sees um, the police car from earlier on, um, gets in it, uh, is like begging for help, and then discovers that it's the the murdered police officer in the car. And then the leprechaun obviously catches up with her because she's stopped running um, and tries to get her through the car, but she gets the police baton and shoves it in into his eye and then climbs into the back of the car. It's very chaotic. Yeah, it and is. Then he then he then takes the eyeball of the dead police officer and puts it in place of his eye. Because that's how eyes work. You can just pull them out of someone else and replace your own. Like, it's exactly <laughs> nothing more technical than that required. I tell you what, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to go <laughs> and find someone, go and get a new eye and just shove it in place of this one that it currently is still not working. It's <laughs> <laughs> apparently all you need to do. <laughs> Who needs opticians? <laughs> <laughs> um, so... Tori is in the back of his police car and who should come and save the day but Ozzy, Ozzy. Nathan don't care about Nathan Ozzy <laughs> <laughs> well yeah um, the guys come up and come and save the day and shoot the leprechaun yet again and he's KO'd I think they shoot him in the head like but even by now they're saying like oh he won't be down for long it's like well they've actually figured it out then that <laughs> this is only a temporary yeah. fix <laughs> um so yeah then they go off to uh back to, to find this falling clover and Tori is given up hope but Ollie tells her to believe believe you can do it oh like and then just picks up a whole bunch of them and there it is glowing in all its glory it would be though after all that like it would practically be glowing in your own eyes you'd be like oh my god look <laughs> at it it's so beautiful <laughs> um and then the leprechaun uh, is coming up towards them Ozzy's revealed by this point that he's got the coin in his stomach so the leprechaun is grabs his buckle from his shoe and then gets on top of him and starts sort of going for him he's trying yeah. to he's trying to scratch him open like it's brutal and then lil alex <laughs> out of nowhere with fuck his... lucky charms with his dennis line? the menace the slingshot yeah he's... <laughs> and slingshots that <laughs> slingshots the uh clover straight into his gob yeah how he didn't nice. choke on that bubble gum <laughs> straight down the well and set him on fire like what the hell is going on well, yeah then he starts yeah starts climbing up the well in like his skeletal state oh and, yeah oh, he's melting it's beautiful and then they they set on fire and that's it How we did it we did it <laughs> no one no one significant has died and the dad's no. still safe in hospital as well despite being bitten by a leprechaun yeah no yeah. baby shots needed that character was literally only introduced so they have an excuse to go to the hospital, I think. Well, I think it was, they needed to get her there, like, Tori there, and she wasn't going to go yeah. willingly. So. But yeah, what an ending. What a movie. I can't believe they got sequels out of this. Uh, well, how many sequels were there in the end? Was it five or six? You should know, mate. You've got Seven. the box set. Yeah, but I was, there was... Um, oh. There's five in the box set, and then I think there was remakes as well. So I think there was like seven in total or something insane. Well, that's your birthday present sorted then, so. <laughs> no, Katie's already said their crap. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just, I just. Complete waste of time. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll quickly touch on what I don't know if you guys noticed when they do the uh, in the credits in the beginning, it literally comes up as leprechaun makeup. So. Gabe, I don't know how to say their last name, Bartolos, Bartelos, I'm not sure, sorry, uh, did the leprechaun makeup. So I don't know whether that included the SFX where for all the uh, bear 
traps and claws and scratch marks. I don't know if that was another team. I didn't actually kind of manage to figure that out just from their titles. But definitely the leprechaun makeup came down to this person. And it took three hours to do every day just to put it on and 40 minutes to take Gosh. it off. But 40 minutes to take makeup off again. I was like, oh my God. Would that you not sucks. Get in a shower and scrub it off. Um, yeah, so three hours, which... It's kind of average time for like movie makeup, I would say. But I think as well, there was like, there would have been a lot of heavy prosthetics. It was head to toe. Like I know obviously Warwick Davis was wearing like a full costume, but his hands were covered in prosthetics. Like it was, it, was, it would have been a lot of work. It would have been very heavy. And I think to be fair, it is really well done. Um, and I think the nice thing is though, with this sort of, makeup look is that actually no one knows what a leprechaun looks like they make their fictional so actually they could mm. make this really scary and actually i think they did they had an original design and then they ended up going back with a more grotesque look because the first look wasn't the director didn't really like it that much so i think it is that that they were obviously trying to do a horror so they wanted it to be scary and the teeth were all a bit manky and the nails were all a bit gross so i really like the sfx i think more from you know just how long it would have taken and yeah just being able to have that like creativity to just do what they wanted and make this leprechaun look horrible I quite like that that uh, that way of thinking do you have a favorite sort of special effects moment like with the deaths at all during the movie I don't think I had a favorite death as you know to be fair the leprechaun's death's pretty good way like his face is melting off um, I don't think I had a favourite death, but mostly because again they use their like pogo sticks and stuff. Uh, O'Grady, uh, not O'Grady. Yeah, no, O'Grady's death when he's hanging out of the lot, the lift ceiling. I think that's pretty good. I think that's probably my favourite death in the film. So something I picked up on Charlie, you'll be very proud of me in the music and especially like when they were changing between like the darker scenes and the happier scenes. They kept playing a song that I can't remember. I don't know what the song was called. But he kept mentioning like four leaf clover. So I thought that was obviously like just another stereotypical thing they were dropping in. Uh, but what else did you pick up on with the music and what did you notice? Tell us all about it. <laughs> um, yeah, so that was a really good spot. I, I noticed it obviously during that car scene at the beginning with the, the four leaf clover song. I'm not sure who it's by. I'll have to look into it a bit after, um, which I should have probably done beforehand. But yeah, um, that was a really good spot to tell. Um, the, the music and score was um, composed by Kevin Kerner and Robert J. Walsh, who sadly long with us. Um, but all, for, for this um, particular film, I'm going to focus on Kevin Kerner because he was the, the lead composer, um, who has worked on... Um, he, he was the main composer on CSI Miami from 2003 to 2012. And he also um, worked on uh, Ghost in Michelle, uh, the American remake uh, back in 2017. But for him, Leprechaun was his first ever um, music, uh, movie, um, movie job. So it's quite interesting how he came into it. Um, it's quite, or it's an orchestral score, so there's no sort of technology news, uh, like what we've heard throughout the last few movies. What I did notice was uh, the use of a piccolo, um, obviously to give it that um, Celtic sort of feel. Um, which obviously ties back into the fact that the leprechaun is Irish um, or is from Irish folklore. Um, another thing that I noticed as well throughout the score, there was lots of call and response between the instruments, which I thought um, sort of tie back into uh, the, the leprechaun doing that sort of mimicking when he... he changes his voice and obviously the other characters is like what's that who's there and you get these responses from the, the leprechaun's new voice um and I thought that was really well sort of portrayed in the music as well so I thought that was really clever I don't think that the 
a score in itself is anything sort of spectacular or anything that I would like add to my listen again um, sort of playlist um, that I've been sort of creating whilst watching my movies. Um, like it's like it's nice to listen to, but it's it, it's just very stereotypical trying to start, uh, trying to sound Irish like Celtic and it just doesn't it just doesn't really work it's just a bit too over the top um so yeah I mean it's not really much more I can sort of add to it really awesome okay Katie do you think you would survive the leprechaun would I survive um I think I'm possibly in for a for a shot maybe uh if I kind of I guess if I did everything that these guys did because they survived um but then exactly I mean you know these I mean he is like he is everywhere though and he is magic and yeah he could probably like just kill you really easily but you know I'm gonna have faith in myself it's been a shit week and I'm gonna have faith in myself so I'm gonna say Possibly. <laughs> yes, Katie. Tell, what about you? <laughs> I'm going to say yes. Not necessarily like it would be easy. But as Charlie said, like the main four, well, actually the main five cast members all survived. So I think that gives me a pretty good chance. And also, like now we know his secret that we just need a four-leaf clover. So <laughs> That's true. Throw some shoes. He's pretty easily distracted, and I think I could beat him on roller skates. So I think I'm I'm okay. I think I could win. <laughs> as long as he doesn't have a pogo stick, I'll be okay. <laughs> what about you, Charlie? Um, you know what? Nah. Ah. <laughs> uh... <laughs> nah. Um, he 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 jump out behind me and just slip my throat <laughs> or something brutal or. Pogo stick to the eye or something really ridiculous. Um, I'd break my neck trying to roll escape from him away from him, and I'm just generally shit at running. So <laughs> I'm out on this one. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yes, again. <laughs> I love that none of us mentioned that we just wouldn't steal the gold in the first place. Oh, oh yeah, no, well I'm, there's I'm that. that <laughs> I'm stealing the gold. Fuck it. I need the money. <laughs> I'm a single mum. I need everything <laughs> I can get. I'll split it with you guys, though. Then you can... Um... <laughs> oh, thanks. Take him down together. <laughs> yeah. So, Charlie, as our first-time watcher, what are you going to give this Spooks out of five? I'm going to give this a one Spook out of five. I oh. am... We were kind of expecting that, to be honest. Yeah? <laughs> were you not expecting anything higher from me? I was predictable this week. <laughs> uh, I think this, uh, yeah, the special effects sort of carry this movie. Um, Fair. It's, it, yeah. And like a few funny deaths. I didn't find it like overly funny. So I couldn't even say that it was a good comedy. Like it was just okay. Mm. and yeah not watching it again sorry guys what about you tell i'm gonna give it a three which i have a funny feeling will be the highest score it gets today uh but i quite like it i've got a soft spot for it from watching it at sleepovers and uh hungover in the mornings um i think the sfx is pretty good i think they did a good effort there I think Warwick Davis doesn't take himself too seriously, and I think he does a pretty good role in it. Uh, it was also a really early Jennifer Aniston film, and I think she's pretty, she's pretty good as well. I've got, I quite like her Jennifer Aniston's work, and also she does have a line in it where she talks about how like it's the '90s women are treated equally, which I was just, I was like, yeah, feminist power, but then I laughed because I was like, it's 2021 and we're still fighting to be treated equally. But I love the dream. Um, so I love that she's giving that message so I'm going to go with a three what about you Katie I'm going to give this two two stars 
Um, I forgot that it was quite like gory, the film, to be fair. Um, and I really like that about it. I, I, I completely forgot that it was quite violent and I appreciate that. I thought the special effects was really good. So I think it's one spook for that. And then the other spook for Warwick Davis's performance. I thought he was really good in this. He really owns it. Like he's just, he like, like Tell said, like he doesn't take himself too seriously and he just, yeah, he does a great job. I think he's definitely the best of the cast. And yeah, generally overall, like it's, it's, it's fairly entertaining. Like I said at the beginning, it's not my favorite franchise ever, but I get why it's successful and I get why it's here and it like has a place in the horror world. So mm. yeah. Amazing. <laughs> we are back in two weeks with another film, which we won't release yet because we have no idea what it's going to be. But if you want to find out, Check us out on Instagram where we'll release it a couple of days early so you can join in. And in the meantime, leave us likes and messages and drop us messages if you just want to have a nice chat because we always love hearing from you. Uh, other than that, see you later. Bye, guys. Don't die. <laughs>